you are listening to Oh This Podcast on the Live 9 Podcast Network. This show may contain colorful language and topics. If you are sensitive to this, please be advised. Now on to the show. Welcome to another edition of Oh This Podcast. Let's see if I can do the photos there, right there. Oh This Podcast, www.ohthispodcast.com, <laughs> hashtag Oh This Podcast. Steve, thank you for joining me for episode 29. I'm not fist bumping, you don't put it there. Fist bump, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Okay, thank you for joining me for episode 29 in the studio. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Uh, back, in, back in my homeland, the good land of Chicago. The good land, the magical good land. Yes, it is our pleasure to be back recording in our new digs, the new studio. Yes, we've been we've been on uh, a minor hiatus just due to uh, simple logistics and and opening up a new recording studio. Right, I I, I call it the Summer Olympics logistics. You know, <laughs> you know, Bob Costas came on, filled on for us for a couple of weeks, but we're going to be back with a strong, strong season coming here. But before that, let's take and do some housekeeping stuff. Steve, tell it away. Once you're mid-sip, I know I got you there. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm so rusty at this because, what, shit, it's been like three weeks since we uh, recorded last. So, um, yeah, we have. A, I think we have an, a website on the internet that's called ohthispodcast.com, and we've got a bunch of uh, things on there like, like episodes and uh, wacky information about beers we drank and other things of that nature, uh, you know, perhaps, uh, uh, you know, talks of our shenanigans and other other uh, various tomfoolery, tomfooleries, uh, and, and horseplay, one might even say. So, yeah, check us out uh, on Uh You can also, uh, you can catch us pretty much anywhere uh, podcasts are available. Uh, you know, you, whatever your preferred medium is, uh, we don't discriminate. So we like to uh, we like to make ourselves available to the rest of the interwebs. Um, but we also have a Facebook page, which Patrick wants you to like. You can see his arts and crafts there. If like you're, it. If you're watching on the live stream, you can see that uh, um, you know we have a we have a Facebook page. So you should like us on Facebook. We're also on on Twitter. Uh, both not only as a show, but individually. So like, if you don't like Patrick, but you want to listen to, you know, random stuff that I talk about, you know, you can follow me and just leave him out of the mix or just follow the show. Uh, you know, that would make us uh, very happy. Um, yeah. And, and then besides that, uh, you know, if you want to support the show, we are on Patreon. We've got, uh, various different options, uh, plenty more stuff coming down the, uh, pipe, uh, that, uh, we've been working on there, but, uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us and uh, support the show in any way, that's where you can be found both on Patreon and on our website where you can click the, you know, support the show link and then uh, you can get us there too. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. And thank you for everybody who's listening. will listen to it in the future and supporting us going forward. We cannot do this without you guys and without your support, but let's, let's hop into this. Let's straight away. What are we talking about? We're a beer podcast. It's beer of the week time and we are drinking our beer of the week and none other than new Glarus. New Glarus Brewing Company Strawberry Rhubarb. You got it right there, right there. See that? See the label? We're showing the label here. Steve, tell <laughs> us what the tell us a little bit about this beer. This we're going back to Wisconsin. We correct? are we are going back over the border. Uh, you know, get your passports ready because everyone knows they're required when you cross the border into Wisconsin. Um, but uh, yeah, the, we're we're back in New Glarus and we are drinking their uh, excellent fruit beer, which is uh, strawberry rhubarb. 
um, which is, uh, I mean, it, it basically, it, the, you know, they've summed it up perfectly. Uh, this this thing pretty much tastes like if you took a strawberry rhubarb pie, uh, added some, you know, found a way to ferment it and uh, make alcohol out of it and uh, threw it in a bottle. Um, it's spectacular. Now, previously, this this beer was in like 750 milliliter bottles, like big 25 and ounce that's what I've had or so bottles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this year they kind of switched things up and they made it part of their thumbprint series, which is like a seasonal type release where they put a, put out these bottles in uh, 12 ounce format, uh, which is really nice because I mean, big bottles are great, but uh, 12 ounce bottles are uh, uh, way more fit for individual consumption. Yes. You're doing a very excellent Vanna White impression on the, on the stream here, right? Like now. us on Facebook, <laughs> but or, uh, or Icus on Facebook. This is good radio for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, this beer, uh, while we haven't poured it into a glass, um, it, it pours a dark red, brown, uh, brown type color. And then it's uh, pretty much, I mean, you just get blasted with uh, strawberry, like jam flavor. Um, it's a little tart to finish. It's got a, got a hint of sour, but nothing like if you're thinking sour beers, and I know a lot of people don't really get into sours. It's nothing like that. It's just enough to kind of balance things out. Um, I mean, honestly, like I said, it, it, tastes like pie filling um so it's it's kind of incredible that uh uh you 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 pop this open you're like oh this is a beer like if you you weren't told that you were drinking a beer you might not even know it like you could be sold that this was like strawberry juice yeah or strawberry wine i mean even it's it's so sweet and delicious it's almost like strawberry smuckers jams with a little bit of carbonation it's like it's got this weird taste to it not weird as bad it's just a different taste on the tongue than what you'd expect from it but I mean, it comes out of New Glarus, which is you know heavily known for putting out some great standard beers, Spotted Cow, great all be- these, all these things. Everything but then they experiment make, yeah. too with some of the fruits and stuff like all that. All their fruit beer is incredible, probably some of the best in the world. Um, and this is this one. This one falls right in line with their uh, Wisconsin Belgian Red, their uh, uh, Raspberry Tart, Serendipity Apple Ale. I mean, it's fantastic. Um, it's incredibly refreshing. It, it only is about four percent alcohol, so. You're not uh, not really putting yourself in any peril if you uh, want to throw a few of these back. Uh, it's uh, lower than your average uh, uh, craft brew in most instances. Uh, but yeah, it clocks in at uh, 96 on Beer Advocate, 99 on Rate Beer. So uh, an, again, another very very well regarded offering. And uh, yeah, I mean, I encourage people to try this thing out because. Uh, I know that there's a bit of a, a stigma about like, oh, it's a fruit beer. Like it's not really good. And there's a lot of really bad fruit beer out there. Uh, this New Glarus will never steer you wrong when it comes to fruit beer. I mean, yeah, the, it might not be up to your, you know, you personally might not wind up enjoying it, but it's definitely worth a try because it's it's perfectly executed. The guy's a master brewer. He's absolutely incredible. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is just another fantastic offering from them. Yeah, it goes well with wheat toast. not avocado toast not avocado toast (laughs) this is awesome 100 percent great steve well cheers Mm -hmm. cheers to you we're gonna get on this i realized that we didn't pick a number 29 we didn't like who's the number 29 i don't i don't know offhand we'll just retro we'll just make that look good in post we got nate mckinnon you know (laughs) sure done colorado avalanche uh, meeting adjourned right there boom (laughs) with that you know, since we picked a hockey star for this, it's none other than going into football. And we're not going to talk Canadian football. We're going to talk <laughs> the National Football League right now. It was week one, yeah. which was, you know, the first week of the season, if That's... I've been told correctly <laughs> how to count since I was per, young. Per our research, yes. Yes, yes, yes absolutely uh, 100% uh, know how to count. 
week one, are you excited for football? Are you excited that it's back? Are you yeah. crazy that it's already started? It's like, yeah. I mean, it always football season always seems to kind of jump up on me. Um, I don't know. Like you get through the kind of the dog days of summer. Um, I mean, I don't really pay much attention to training camp, you know, other than, you know, kind of checking in on certain things you hear about guys getting injured or, you know, a certain guy holding out or anything like that. But, uh, this year I've been really focused on baseball. So, uh, yeah, the NFL really kind of crept up. I was actually flying when all the games were going on on Sunday. Interesting. So like I, fortunately they have TVs on the, on the plane, which was pretty legit. So I could watch, well, the fucking miserable experience of watching i think it was the bills and the jets who were week one uh, hmm. matchup on cbs which is just hot garbage yeah phil sims <laughs> like just adding insult to injury yeah right uh well no i think they have tony romo now i think they can phil sims oh god yeah i think i'm pretty sure it was tony romo much of an upgrade guy uh, he was actually uh, from what i heard now i didn't listen to him from what i heard people talking about uh he w- did a pretty decent job but that's neither here nor there because i'm not watching the jets play the bills yeah. fucking ever um, so even if it was a, you know, it can't be the Super Bowl, but if somehow one of those teams changed conferences, I'm not watching it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So then I got, I did get treated to watch the, uh, Packers play the Seahawks, which, which was, was entertaining. a surprisingly good very, game. a very strong defensive effort, which is not necessarily something, you know, you expect out of the Packers right now. Um, so they did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and they, obviously they won. It was entertaining. It was certainly better than watching whatever garbage movies or uh, other stuff they had on uh, during the flight. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Fox did everything they could do to make Aaron Rodgers look amazing. They like every time he grimaced, camera close up. Like, like dude, <laughs> well, that's Fox's production method. And anyways, he's like, they're just like, oh my god, something happened to Rodgers. Yeah, and I'm like, this got double check, Rodgers, <laughs> Rodgers. Uh, I just like to point out that I'm still holding out on Ravens camp. Okay, um, that might have sh- that ship might have set sail <laughs> already, but I'm still doing my 13 year holdout on that camp. Um, there, <laughs> but yeah, week one was awesome. It was good. My fantasy team won, which is the first time that's happened ever. Week one. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, I was gonna say, damn. Dude. I'm the worst football <laughs> fantasy football player ever. Like, I try to like, I draft Canadian football players and kickers. That's <laughs> yeah, it. but you hold their rights forever. So last round, <laughs> the last round that I got for this particular one was, um, I did draft Colt McCoy just in case. You never know. Okay. You never know. You when... thought it was Lashawn McCoy, didn't yes, you? Yes. You were getting great value. I was like, see, <laughs> see apostrophe Lashawn. I was like, he's still available. I gotta take him. <laughs> Like it was great, but I had the opportunity to go see a NFL game for Week One. Was yeah, how great. was that? Which which teams did you uh, take in? I was able to, uh, thankfully um, and very generously, had was invited to go see the Bears Falcons, and thank you so much for the ticket. Yeah, um, it was an amazing experience going to see really close, and the Bears looked like a football team for about three quarters. And then gave up an absolute shit of a touchdown. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, was that like 88 yards, I think it was? And like two stiff yeah. arms, and the guy like <laughs> took and ate a sandwich and almost went to the porta potty beforehand. <laughs> like, it was the worst fucking play I've ever seen in football. Okay. Like, but it was a fun day. It was nice and sunny. We had a great time. Yeah, I mean, Chicago is great because I personally can't, I don't really enjoy going to NFL games much anymore, like in stadium. Um, I'll go every now and again, but the weather has to be decent because, like, the the alternative is, okay, I'm going to sit at home and watch the game in the warmth of my home with a lot of food and drinks and enjoy myself or and go to – clean bathrooms. Yeah. Or, or semi-clean bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't don't give me too much credit, but uh, then versus going to, like, 
like I got invited to go to a game in December in Chicago. Now, granted, like it would be a good time with my buddies, but on the flip side, that's like I don't want to go watch garbage football in December. And it's going to be 20 degrees outside. It's like no, thank you. The only team you can get me to go watch in December is not NFL. It's Northern Northern Illinois Husky football <laughs> in December. I'll go watch that shit in a heartbeat. I they don't play in December. I know exactly. <laughs> that's how come I'm never going to go. I, watch I've them. been November. You can yeah. get you can get that done. Yeah, the Thanksgiving game was always brutal, but that's not that we're not that's not why we're here. We're talking NFL. We're talking NFL. <laughs> but to be honest, this Kenny NFL- Galladay from NIU had a huge week this week. God, Bam. God, what about Kareem Hunt? I know everybody's gonna, we're going to talk about that in a second. But the NFL game going to the Bears game was the first game I went to in Soldier Field since they remodeled it. That okay. was a program. I went to a Washington versus Illinois game the first year I moved back in 2013, and that was a fun fun time. But it was interesting to like get there and see like the game day atmosphere, you know, because we had season tickets growing up as kids. Um, my grandfather had them, and he would treat us out to go see those games. It's very different to see that stadium now than what mm-hmm. it was like before. Like, yeah, I mean, the first game I went to was Bears Packers, the last game of the Dave Wanstead era. Oh, why? So that was what several years before they remodeled. Dick Duran, yeah. No, it was it, yeah. So it was Wani. Before you know, and the Dick Duran took over from there after they botched the uh, Dave McGinnis hire. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that was, I think that was the only time I got to experience Soldier Field the way you know the way it was originally. Right. Yeah. But it was awesome. The old stadium was great. It was like you would have that one view. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have that track that went in the middle of the concourse. Either you were up or down, and you could walk around there. So it was really interesting. Like now, if you're sitting on those, uh, on what is it on that? west side of the sand prepared to bring your, prepared to bring your rei hiking boots because you're gonna you you got hike going up there so well i patrick i went to a football game recently as well a football game a, of a national national football league game though granted it was not and oh it probably could have been classified a college football game um but it was a pre it was the fourth week of the preseason so it's uh, we got to watch. Uh, Who are you entertained by seeing? Uh, I was privy enough to go see two fine California teams, and that being the San Francisco, the San Francisco 49ers of Santa Clara and the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers of St. Louis or the, the same. No, the, the Los Angeles <laughs> Chargers of San Diego. It's all the same. The They're rank- all of something else. Yeah, I get that. I like it. Oh, that's too funny. They, they might as well mash those two teams together. I heard that stadium is an absolute dog shit of a dump pile. It, wait, the 49ers? Yeah, Sam, in terms it, of like well, sight lines and the field is still like, it's still not the good. The actual playing surface is is hot garbage. Um, the stadium is very nice. It's very uh, it's brand new, so it's modern. Uh, uh, the concession stands, the concourses are very wide. Uh, they have a lot of points where you can like, hang out and watch games down like on the main level, okay. like big wide open spaces, which is kind of nice. Not the Dixie chicks, um, <laughs> but uh, the problem that I have is the souvenir uh, cup. is the souvenir cup. Okay. I was um, going to ask you, what is the souvenir cup game? Like, cause, uh, cause when we su- were in Anaheim, I got the Albert Pujols souvenir cup. So tell me about oh, this. So, all right. So Anaheim souvenir cup, the Anaheim angels souvenir cup, legit Anaheim ducks, no, that they don't even exist. So fuck them, and fuck them in general, anyways. Fuck um, your couch. <laughs> but uh, then going to the the I, you know I, I I collect my souvenir cups. That's my jam, and uh, I go I go you know pay my nine dollars and get my get my diet Pepsi full, and their souvenir cups 
don't have any mention of the San Francisco 49ers. It's just a fucking Levi's Stadium Cup. It could have just been a Dixie Chicks <laughs> Cup and it, you would have been even happier. I probably would have enjoyed it more. It, 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 it literally is just a cup that says Levi's Stadium. It's, it advertises the stadium, not the team. That's uh, that's bad. Yeah, but I kept it because I spent money on it. So it's gonna uh, like my girlfriend's like, do we do we need this? I was like, you're goddamn right, we need it. It's I was like, how stupid is that? I'm we thinking, have to have I'm it. thinking you have a little bit more room for your, uh, those cups after a couple of them uh, <laughs> magically disappeared while I was out there. <laughs> I don't know what we're saying there, but okay. yeah, but I somehow inherited a fuck ton of Rice Krispie treats and multiple bobbleheads. So <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I didn't need any of those bobbleheads. And you got a bunch of ranch dressing, too. <laughs> but let's talk about fantasy football. We okay. like fantasy football. We're football fanatics. I suck at fantasy football. I do as well. But how? I somehow wind up usually close to them. So it probably speaks to the quality of play. And I, I know I'm dogging on some of my friends right now. But uh, I, I usually wind up in the playoffs at some point. I don't. I'm not good at it. How'd you do week one? I, I lost, but I was top three or four in scoring. I just went up against a team that went gangbusters probably had kareem hunt right i don't remember I had oh like yeah oh yeah tyreek hill so oh. that i was you know playing from behind and tom brady didn't have i had brady and cooks go on thursday night and they didn't have huge games so i was playing from behind the whole time there i wasn't going to catch up where but, was your where was your fantasy draft when you guys did it on the internet on the internet yeah. on the interwebs we yeah. went to buffalo wild wings that well was i was in fun. california and everyone else was back here so oh. yeah okay they wow, couldn't do the be down or me right there. Right? They would have to Skype me in or some shit, and uh, well, and we we had some technical issues and things of like that, but it actually wound up working out all right because we it's a keeper league, so like there's consequences to keeping guys based on certain rounds. You lose a pick at, at certain points and things like that, but uh, it worked out pretty well. It took a little bit longer than usual, but uh, you know, I it was it was still pretty decent. Okay, cool. Bold moves for the NFL season. What do you think is coming? What do you who do you think is gonna what do you think is coming? Bold moves, storylines that we're going to see. Who do you think is going to be your AFC representative? Who do you think oh, is going to be God. your NFC representative? I know it's way too early. It's week one. Bold, bold predictions. I, the after my NHL picks, I don't want to pick anything ever again. Um, well, I'll probably just stick with the tried and true in the AFC, and I'll just stick with the Patriots because I don't think anyone's good enough. Besides, maybe uh, shit. I don't even know if the Broncos are good enough. Probably not with Trevor Simeon. Um, so yeah, I'll just stick with the Patriots in the AFC and then the NFC. I don't really know. I think it's probably going to be a, a rematch between the Falcons and the Packers again. And then I, from there, flip a coin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. AFC has got to be, you know, I think that we could see some AFC becoming the Steelers. I yeah, think maybe, it's tough. but it's tough. I don't I know. Mean, you got I know Antonio that I, Brown. Le'Veon Bell and Ben Roethlisberger in a defense that's good this, again this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can withstand all of that and try to make and do it there, I don't see why that's not going to be there. But, you know, I think that it'll be interesting. I think Tom Brady retires at the end of the season. I don't because he's on my fantasy team and I need him. I think. Well, I think he retires at the end of the <laughs> season. You know, one of the teams. Maybe if I, they win a Super Bowl, but if they don't win a Super Bowl, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think one of the surprises that you're going to see is you're going to see the Chiefs or you're going to see the Raiders go far. The Chiefs are legit, but uh, he, here's their Achilles heel. Um, it's Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, he's got barbecue sauce on his play. Well, which is why he con consistently has to call timeout or not call timeout at times he's supposed to. Yeah, it's not as bad as Mike McCarthy, who <laughs> threw the red flag when he was going <laughs> to his pocket for cheese. Well, curds. Mike McCarthy, Jesus, man, like that. That's I mean, 
I understand the man's got a stressful job. He's the coach of a, a professional franchise. Yes, he's getting compensated very well for it. Doesn't mean there isn't stress. Right. Um, but homeboy needs to quit eating his emotions because when he when he started in Green Bay, he was you know like if you had a nesting doll, he was the third or fourth you know guy on the inside, and now he's he's the outer he's shell. He's the outer <laughs> shell. That's funny. I can definitely see it being. I could see the Steelers doing it. I have a strong feeling the Patriots are probably going to romp. But I do think that out, there could be some surprises out of the NFC West. I think Oakland, like I'm going to give a shout out to my brother right now. He's like he's saying the Raiders versus Seahawks. Okay, um, which yeah, is fair. I should. Yeah, I the, the, Raiders the Raiders are, are very talented. The Raiders are, really and I good. wouldn't be surprised if they went deep into the playoffs. This yeah, their defense is good. Marshawn Lynch, I don't know, but Amari Cooper on the night. outside, like it'll be very interesting to see what that could be and how funny would it be if they win the Super Bowl right before they move to Vegas <laughs> like is that it like, would be funny but it's not rescuing anything it's not going to rescue the, everything's already going yeah. forward like it's not there like I don't know I think the surprising team out of the AFC and it shouldn't really be surprising because they've picked up towards the top of the you know the draft every single year for God knows how long but the uh the Jaguars are very much improved see Blake Bor- Bortles, Bortles is there like absolute dog shit he, during preseason he is there you know he's not great, um, but uh, they are they're poised. Like if they got if they can get stability from the quarterback position, they're going to be really good for a long time. What who is already like on your like shit list? Who are you already throwing under the bus? Who you thought that would be decent? That's not like. Oh, I don't think there's. I haven't made. I mean, other than the the Bears aren't going to be decent. The so Bears, that, the, that's just bad. We know that the Bears are going to uh, be a, a dumpster fire of dog <laughs> shit for a while. Um, the Colts, but the, that was kind of expected too. As long Andrew as Andrew Luck, Luck is, is out, out, they're not going. They go as far as he takes them. Right. Um, for me, what was very surprising was Houston. Like Houston came out very, very again. Flat. They're they don't have they don't a have a quarterback, but you know that defense is. Cushing got hurt again and suspended. Um, yeah, like Cushing got hurt again. Like, where's Clowney? Like, where's JJ Watt? Like, JJ Watt's hurt again. I know. Like, where are these people that has this defense that should be freaking amazing and just gangbusters, and they're just not there? It's like, still, it's still decent. I think they just they got caught off a little. They got they got beat up a little bit, but uh, they're still a legitimate defense. Um, they're. I wouldn't walk away from them quite yet. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're going to go as far as their quarterback play takes them, and then uh, they're going to squander another year of having an elite defense, much like the Bears did. Right, absolutely. They're, they're not going to do that. It's going to be interesting to see if Deshaun Watson can actually throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins and be an efficient actual. Hey, if Tom Savage can throw one touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins for every week for the rest of the year, I'll be happy. Do you have both of them? <laughs> I do have, have the I don't know. I God, I wouldn't. Why would I have Tom Savage? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You may like the name Tom. No, I have DeAndre Hopkins. Though. Okay, nice. <laughs> I had I got the double in my fantasy league. I got Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so I am very much hoping Randall Cobb doesn't get targets uh regardless i get points but i'd like to get the double every time yeah yeah. you know which worked out pretty decent for me are you a fan of the double in fantasy um i do but i like i'm not i'm not beholden to it like i have it presently with tom brady and brandon cooks uh but i'm not i've never had to have it like it, it just if it works out that way fantastic i always draft i try to stick to the draft drafting guys in the appropriate spots um, not and try not to overdraft guys or underdraft guys. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's a, uh, that I just like to play it by the book. So did you draft before or after Edelman got hurt? Oh, after. Okay, yeah. good. I was curious, like who drafted Edelman in your league? No, no, no. He's uh, so it's a keeper. 
um, which like I had to settle this with my buddy who runs the league because it's like, well, shit, like if I like if I don't keep him and then he gets, you know, I, I let him go, then someone just snacks him up in like the 16th round or something, just stash them on their for roster the for the year. whole year. Um, then they get to keep him next year. And so he, he made sure that it was known that like you can't, unless he plays a game during the season and he's on your roster, you can't keep him, See. which because he's out for the whole year, unless you had him on the roster the previous year. So I could technically pick him up, you know, carry him on my bench next year and then keep him for next year. But I'm not going to keep a 32 year old guy coming off an ACL injury. Absolutely. See, that's why it's a Colt McCoy. You know, you never know when it's going to take and come back and help you out. You know, the decision was between Colt McCoy, RG3, or the write-in of Johnny Manziel, and I decided on McCoy. You know, he's got a he's a better packer, pocket passer. Better po- say that ten times. <laughs> better pocket pa- passer. Pa- pa- the pa- biggest pa- thing for me, week one, was the the fact that I decided to stay away from betting my life savings because initially when the line came out and it was only seven points on the Bears versus Atlanta, I said, oh, well, Atlanta's going to win by at least 14 or 20 points. They look points. rusty. They and look they rusty. won by six. They so, looked rusty. Thank, thank goodness that my, my money was spared that uh, demise because I would have most definitely played the uh, seven or seven and a half and got waxed. Yeah. <laughs> but, Steve, I think it's time. Yeah, I got to go. Beer on, me. I got to go on a beer run, damn beer, it. Beer run. We're out of the first one here, and I think this is perfectly uh, – this is perfectly applicable for us to talk about the next topic here. While Steve goes and does the beer run, we're going to talk about alcohol promotions. Ooh, yeah, now you got a vamp. I got to go. So if you're listening on the Facebook Live, do us a favor. Tell us some of your favorite alcohol promotions. I'm looking back here, and I want to give another shout-out to Goddamn Jets. Chris, thank you for quoting that right there. It's awesome. Um, But, yeah, what goes well with football other than beer? And I can't imagine anything better to take and make this beer podcast better than talking about like stupid ass alcohol promotions. And maybe not, not, not too, not stupid ass alcohol promotions, but just like alcohol promotions in general, like the things that you see and don't see, like what is your favorite alcohol promotion of the pro- present day? What is your stupidest alcohol promotion? Which like, I know you're, I know you're a fan and not a fan of advertising, from previous episodes with like your Ashton Kutcher kind of uh, Nikon <laughs> stuff. We've talked about this. Um, it's so not Ashton Kutcher. It's, it's not, Kevin Malone. <laughs> so tell me about this. Who is like, what's your favorite? Like, why did we come up with alcohol promotions? Well, I mean, the, the thing I think of, and we're getting to that time of year where, I mean, shit, it's, it's September. So literally within two weeks, they're going to start putting Christmas shit out at Walmart. So whenever I think of the alcohol promos, I think of the gift sets that they sell at like Walmart or Target. I love those, dude. They have some. There's some excellent ones, and then there's some ones that are absolute dog shit, though. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like salsa tequila, (laughs) like a party pack, a tumbler. And yeah, like I'm never buying like most of those, but every now and again I see one where it's like, yep, that's the one I need. Dude, what if they had little little Wayne like uh, the cough syrup drank? He drinks like it's literally coating syrup. Yeah, it's coating <laughs> cough syrup and booze, and it's like the Jamarcus Russell special. It comes with two styrofoam cups, but you can get it for like at Walmart for Christmas <laughs> gifts. How awesome would that be? I, I think that that's not going to market well. I don't think. I think it's technically illegal. Yeah. I well, I mean, n- nonetheless, I mean that hasn't stopped some of our things. If but. It, if it's not illegal, investors possibly you. Uh, <laughs> Send a message to owethispodcast.com at owethispodcast.com. Uh, anyway, so 
I, I'm looking at alcohol promotions and some do it right and some do it absolutely wrong. And I'm thinking back to like, there's like, there's the cross branding promotions, but like, why does every hip hop artist have a tequila brand or a vodka brand? Like you don't. Yeah. Need that's to the, that's the big thing apparently. Yeah. And it's like, why does Pitbull have every fucking drink that he can come up with? Well, I mean, Pitbull, he can know. rhyme Kodak with Kodak. I know <laughs> it's a hip hop lyricist of another, but I think that like whenever we watch TV, like the beer ads have gotten like a little shitty in terms of like when you're sitting there watching the games, the beer ads aren't as good as back in the day where it was like, remember the Budweiser, the Bud Light, where it was the extreme sports ones where they took two sports that shouldn't be together. And then they just like, not off it. it was like football and golf and they're okay. on a golf course. And there's some guy that runs and actually just like tackles the shit out <laughs> of it. It's like, like hockey and NASCAR. Like there's, they would combine all these different sports. Like, I wish we went to the day of stupid commercials like that. Again. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing I th- I see is, like, I don't know, like, when you you talk about the vodka thing, I mean, I think that's just a, whatever brand will latch on, and it's like, all right, we're going to, we need a rap celebrity to sell this to that particular market. Um, I don't know. I've had Ciroc vodka from from Diddy. It's it's all right. It's fine. Um I would, like I like vodka, but I'm not buying it because Diddy's drinking it. Would like, you buy the James Bond one that they had a couple years ago? So I I made a note of that um, to bring up because I I like James Bond films and uh, but yeah it was it was just a promotional package and I thought about buying it I was like oh yeah I gotta have this and I was like eh, it's just a package though it's like it it doesn't it the gift set is one thing like if you're if you're giving me a couple glasses or something or like a shaker. Um, type type setup or you know like any number of give me give me an actual souvenir to take home with this like if it's just the outer shell like I know like for Belvedere vodka and uh, like Grey Goose they've done like different like outer shells that basically the bottle goes in and they just close off it's like that doesn't that's nothing I don't I'm not interested in that I need I need a takeaway yeah you kind of you kind of want some Jim Beam by Mila Kunis huh some uh yeah I don't know I mean I don't I don't particularly enjoy Jim Beam, but I don't think I, I'll let her sell. It. I don't think she drinks it either. She can sell whatever she wants, and that's fine. Yes, she she should she she's has earned, earned the that right. right. <laughs> See, you know what I want? I want somebody to sell me beer like three fucking frogs on a log, seeing Budweiser. <laughs> you know, nothing sells beer like that. Yeah, um, I guess if you if that's what you're into. Um, but uh, I would say the so not only like the gift sets are a big thing for me. But what about like your your leave behinds or your like you just had this happen recently when we were in Anaheim. We went up. Oh my Don Julio! Yeah. My Don Julio Angels. Uh, Don Julio. Tequila we want we wander out sunglasses. in front of the what was the size two hundred forty nine and a half hat at the. Uh, I think it was bigger the, than that. It was like six forty nine. Okay, six forty. Whatever the the size may be, the gargantuan new era hats outside of the uh, of the Angel Stadium. And they just had people giving away sunglasses that had Don Julio on the side. And then you got an Angels, like, carrying pouch for them. No, no, not just giving it away. It's like, I think you look like you. the lady's like, you <laughs> yeah. look like you like tequila. I'm like, sure, <laughs> I do. Have some sunglasses. Do I'm you like, actually like tequila? In margaritas, yes. Do on you its like, own, like, it yeah. does dangerous things. I don't like tequila at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't, I don't do well with tequila. I get lots of leg cramps. It's not good. I, I drink too much of it. Then I start... <laughs> Last but so I, you you enjoy it well in margaritas yeah the last okay. time I was on a tequila bender uh what I ever what I happened was what had happened <laughs> was I um woke up in the middle of the night it was like three o'clock in the morning 
YouTube was playing a Bee Gees concert <laughs> as loud as fuck as if you could be there when the Bee Gees were playing. Like it was loud for you Soldier were sitting Field. front and center. I was sitting front and center, and I had a shoe behind my pillow. I don't know how it happened. I woke up because my leg was cramping up. I roll out of bed. I actually fell out of bed. Advil, banana. Basically did that and then went back to sleep. Woke up the next morning, just like grim death, 100%. Like, kind of like a tauntaun, like dying, like, like grim death, 100%. So I think we were drinking Don Julio tequila. So, you know, the sunglasses, I, I get it now. They give you sunglasses so you to don't protect see the bloodshot eyes yeah. when you're going to brunch right there. Yeah. I, I didn't get it there, but I get it now. And they give you a coupon. A coupon, yeah. Yeah. For like for two dollars off of like a seventeen dollar drink in the stadium, I was like, "No, they weren't seventeen dollars. They were like twelve bucks." Okay. <laughs> well, so we got ten. wings at Hooters instead. We did, so. we did. Um, yeah, the one another. So we got that one. The other one I always like notice is the Crown Royal bag. Oh, love that the the bag and like for some like people collect those. I don't I don't personally get it, but people. I so you so. Perhaps someone who hosts the show that isn't named Steve may have some of those. Absolutely. Um, like it's apparently a thing. I don't know. I missed out on it. I remember, I think I, I, I could be mixing up my alcohols, but I mean, granted, I was like maybe three or four at this time. But You started drinking early. Yeah, you know, you got to you gotta get going. Uh, you're German. It's in your blood. Um, but uh, I was, I went to my dad's office wherever he was working back then and like, one of his, I don't know if his boss or coworker had like golf balls and like golf tees in the Crown Royal bag, and they would just like give it to me, so I would occupy myself like rolling golf balls around the office while my dad was trying to finish something or whatever. And yeah, but that was the thing. It's like I remember now, Crown, Crown Royal. Look, you've planted that memory in me. Uh, to this date, I haven't bought a bottle of Crown Crown Royal, but uh, you know, hey, I at least remember them for that. Yeah, my dad Effective uses... Effective advertising. I'm, I'm seeing it right now from the live thing. My dad uses them for golf tees, golf supplies, yeah. too. So, you know, it's part of the... Exec- I got, I got it's a... It's part of the executive <laughs> collection. The <I> Canadian <laughs> executive collection. I got a bottle of Crown Royal, like, rye. Uh, so I played in a golf outing uh, with a bunch of my buddies from college, and, like, they give you a bottle, uh, like, at the end of it, like, you make it to the end of the... the, the uh, outing and then you know they have giveaways and raffles and shit and like that's like the lowest tier thing is like you just wind up with a bottle of booze and i got like crown royal rye whiskey it's like i'm never going to drink this ever but it's still sitting in my cabinet because you're not just gonna throw away a bottle of booze it's almost someone might want it it's almost like winning the malort bottle (laughs) like at the end of the day it's like oh absolutely disgusting i've had that crown royal apple that, okay, that, yeah. That's something. You wound up with that at the cost of one of my siblings. Yeah. Uh, I procured <laughs> a Crown Royal Apple. That wasn't bad. You know, it's it's not good. Like I'm like, this is not what I want to taste. Like, just give me a straight crown. Um, so I would just say, like, do do you get more inclined to buy based off of the promotional material? If there's if it's coming with two glasses, I will probably procure <laughs> it. Like because, you know, you never know when you're going to need some. I got some Jack Daniels, uh, like, Christmas. Like, is it also bad that, like, around the holidays, people give you booze because you're Yeah, like, because you have to deal you with your probably, family. You probably need this. <laughs> like, I have a feeling that you're going to need this in yeah. some days. Like, oh, wait, you don't have any cups? Here, let me give you some <laughs> cups, too. 
So you could drink it right here, right now. You you, you look like you're a little stressed right now. <laughs> yeah, know? I don't think that's bad. Uh, there's just some questionable liquors that I find have gift sets like like Jaeger. That's that's yeah. one I don't like. You know, like it should come with like uh, a case of Red Bull. Like that should be like the paired. Yeah, or like like rum chata it's like i'm not drinking rum chata on the rocks like and that's what it'll come with it's like two rocks see, glasses. and that's you're not living yet i've I never guess. drank rum chata on the rocks um that or like fireball it's like this is just supposed to go in a in a shot glass like you don't need to give me anything yeah <laughs> or do yourself a favor like i'm gonna take in the enlighten you for a little bit you know i'm gonna open up it's a whole new world it's a magical place for you and me fireball and dr pepper Oh, a flaming Dr. Pepper. Yeah, flaming Dr. Pepper. One hundred percent. There's the flavor. Yeah, all twenty three flavors, one hundred percent. You know, or you could go like DP ten, and it's like a ten twenty three flaming Dr. Like it could be like a I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Um. So so you're definitely more inclined. So like if it's glassware, you're you're buying it. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm buying it because I'm looking for good value and everything. You know, anytime I can like like. It's going to cost the same as if I go buy it at the other <laughs> so part of the So what you're saying is for the Oh This Podcast Christmas party, I should just buy you a gift set of like, I don't know, green apple Smirnoff and whatever else they provide. If they got like a shaker <laughs> on there. No, no, no. Like the vodka head, uh, the Dan Aykroyd uh, oh, skull. Oh, the crystal head. skull. Yeah. yeah. So what about novelty packaging? Oh, there's isn't there a vodka that's got like an AK-47? There is a Tommy gun vodka, yeah. which comes in a Tommy gun. My dad's on here listening, I think. Um, there was one year he was moving and he gave me this bottle of Galliano or something like that because he didn't know what to do with it. And this bottle was like three and a half feet tall. I'm like, how do I fucking <laughs> so like a it? magnum of it? Yeah. Well, no, it's like this really tall, long bottle. It looked like olive oil. It looked okay. like it had spoiled. It was spoiled olive oil. <laughs> like, Did it pour like that too? <laughs> I didn't pour it cause I didn't know how to pour it. I like, you'd have to like stand far, far back and kind of like. It was like pouring a boot, like uh, you just like wait for the bubble, okay. like and then you never knew when to end. And then there was like uh, what was that? Frangelico, which is the fryer. Uh, the uh, yeah, the, the was that uh, the Frangelico is the almond liqueur, right? Uh, I'm like, is it amaretto? Amaretto, yeah, yeah, almond liqueur, yeah. Dude, if you give me Kahlua, like whatever comes with Kahlua, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Baileys, I put a lot of Baileys in my morning. I coffee. like, uh, and they do. I've definitely seen a Baileys like coffee mug setup. Which there's not. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There, oh, I think that's great. Just like know? there's nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. There's nothing lo- wrong with that. I don't see nothing <laughs> wrong. So last question, Patrick, before we switch segments, like what percentage of this stuff do you like promo? Whether it's promo glassware, promo sunglasses, swag, whatever. Like what percentage of this stuff do you think gets thrown out within 24 hours of procurement? I think we can do it within. Not only 24 hours. I think you can do it within tiers. I think 24 hours is the long-term holding period of okay. it. But I think you can take and do the short-term period, which could be, what is within last an hour? <laughs> right? Because I think it tails off. It's like a sales funnel, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think what, like, is Bobblehead's promo gear? Well, not for alcohol. Not for, what if, there was, what if there was an alcohol Bobblehead? Like, it was like, it was like a John Daly and it had a shot glass in it too, and he was like, "It could be an alcohol okay. bottle." Okay, head. but that—that's hypothetical. Then I would keep that. Let's forever. talk to John Daly's people about right. that. But yeah, next, next up. Excuse me, wobble noggins, wobble <laughs> noggins, wobble noggins. I think that over eighty-five percent of promotional stuff, swag, 
booze-related swag gets thrown out within 24 hours. Okay, 85%. Yeah, I would now, peg it. the long tail of it is the other 15% gets held on for Forever. 35 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that people are wearing, like, Bush Light t-shirts from, like, 1972... <laughs> That have like they're cut off because they've worn the yeah because the sleeve the sleeve got a hole and yeah (laughs) like there's no middle ground of this it's like it's either 24 hours or 25 years okay that's my at least that's my assumption I don't know I I know I'm I'm in that same boat I think Um, the because I think glassware I'll hold on to that like anything that's that has another practical use of that is of value it's like sunglasses like i i think i still have those but i have them right back there i mine might have gotten thrown away i don't i don't really remember um so it's like okay though like stuff like that pretty good chance it's going like even a even a t-shirt like if i don't even like if someone comes up to me is like doing a bar promo for fucking even if it's like bud light and they're like hey do you want a free t-shirt I am not going to turn down a free T-shirt. Right. So yeah, because you always have a need a slop rag just right. in case. So right? give me that free T-shirt. Now, granted, I might drop it when I leave the bar, and it may just it may recirculate back into nature. Dude, that's the best where it part. belongs. But uh, yeah, I mean the that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like I think it's I I don't know if eighty five. I would I would maybe pay it at like seventy thirty. On just from my perspective, but yeah, I think the overwhelming majority of promos and and swag stuff that gives away with associated with alcohol gets pitched. Yeah, I think swag in general is a tough game. It's a tough game too. It's like we were talking about, like we've talked about this in the past that Santa Anita blanket, you know. Yeah, the but San if it Miguel accomplishes, you know, but if it accomplishes the leave behind aspect, it's a successful marketing piece. Yes, absolutely. Yes, well, it's very sticky. That's that's a technical term. Sticky, not because I dumped like ketchup on it or something well (laughs) like i had the best way of getting that blanket it's like yeah it's 80 degrees outside i don't want to carry this around all day so i'll just leave this here and probably find one laying around at the end of the day (laughs) that was pre-wrapped and i'll just take that one too it's great oh man but jaeger i can't think of oh Oh, i haven't i haven't had jaeger since my junior year of college and i don't think i ever will again best alcohol spokesperson hmm that's a good question. For me, one I, I think the best alcohol spokesperson, I'll go retro. Okay. Spud McKenzie. Okay. I honestly, like, I can't think of, like, one that I'm, like, there's none that tie to me because I, I, I just resist most advertising like that. So it's like I, it just kind of bounces off me. Yeah. Um. So, like, I'm I'm not really tied to anyone, but, I mean, the the zima spokesperson yeah the zima guy is really i mean really is there even is there fuck if i know know. it really ties the room (laughs) Um, together no i think probably like probably shit like it's fictional but like the the dosakis guy is probably the most interesting like he's he's totally fictional but like at first, at least the ads were entertaining. Now it's yeah, like absolutely, you know. Well, I don't think they even Rob have the same Riggle's guy. in it. The the old guy's gone. Yeah. they have a new guy, and Rob Riggle was in this new. So, one. but yeah, I mean, like that was a compelling ad. I mean, I'm probably leaving someone out that's better or whatever. But I mean, like that, I I don't really get into that. Like it, most of the time, when an ad comes on, I switch the channel. So right, <laughs> that's that's how I live my life. That's how you do it. It's, it's my philosophy. I guess that's something right here. So. <laughs> well, Patrick, 
let us adjourn because we have another critical element. We've talked about alcohol today. We've talked about football today. We need uh, another beer run. We need another beer run, which I will accomplish, but I'll intro our topic before I go on the beer run. Okay. Uh, which is we got to talk about, you know, we we have our have our beer, but we currently haven't discussed where we need to set up shop. And when like the you, shop boys, when you have a perhaps a football game on television or preferred type of programming, you gotta you gotta camp out somewhere. When you're watching Friends on reruns, when you're watching <laughs> when you're watching reruns of Will and Grace or something, <laughs> um, you gotta you gotta pick your pick your spot where you want to make you know stake your claim on the couch or the recliner. So couch versus recliner. Well, I mean, it's versus the recliner. You can say either or. You can you can give different perspectives based on your mood, perhaps. But uh, Patrick, I'm gonna go on a beer run. I'll go get. I'll secure us another beverage, and then we will uh, we will come back and discuss where our preferences lie. I'm gonna I'm gonna pose the question first out to everybody here. What is your favorite couch versus recliner? And I'm gonna take and go and talk a little bit about this here. So I've been a staunch couch man for. The better part of 32 years. A very staunch uh, couch man. You know, putting your feet up, you can lay down, put your feet on the coffee table, you can do that. I even bought a couch with a chaise lounge to get that kind of that reclining ability uh, added into this, uh, into my personal enjoyment. However, last week, as we were moving said studio up 18 floors in the building here, I had the opportunity to procure my first reclining chair, and I do not know what took me 32 years of life to decide that a reclining chair was amazing, but 100% it is the greatest thing ever. I don't understand how people don't recline, and I'm sad that it's not something that I decided to do earlier. Granted, I didn't have the space to fully recline, but man, like... Kicking your feet up and laying there, like I ate in the reclining chair every night this week for dinner. <laughs> like I had chicken wings in the recliner. That's a dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous thing because you could choke and die. <laughs> I had spaghetti in the recliner. So let's run through the meals. So we're at, we're at two. What else? Uh, or were those snacks? No, those were meals. <laughs> I had a salad in the recliner. Okay, less likelihood of dying. You could choke and die. <laughs> Like, I will 100% say that my butt has never felt better than sitting in that recliner. (laughs) Like, well, I guess maybe a hot tub, but that's the only other. For me, it goes hot tub, recliner, couch. But then there's also this inception moment of couch recliner, which, like, I don't even fuck with that shit. Like, I don't even mentally can't even process what that actually means. Well, I mean, so... You you're you're a new convert to the recliner, is what you're saying. My butt has never been happier. Yeah. So I've traditionally, as you've been a a couch man, uh, because of the versatility. Because of Tim Couch. Uh, yeah. Well, other than you know the leading, uh, I think I believe he leads the Browns in completion percentage. He leads the franchise Browns history. in a lot of things. Um. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the couch is a is the versatile tool in the seating arena because not only can you lay down, but you can choose how how you want to lay down. You can do the the halfway, you can yeah, arm back, 
you can just chill full blown sprawl out um then you can also sit upright you could sleep out there you can sleep out there and it's even more versatile if you have a chaise because then you can you have a chaise. you can sit <laughs> but with your legs out almost like a recliner not fully not, you know not full blown uh with any tilt back necessarily but uh you do get a a comfortable uh seating arrangement i think with a chaise um yeah so but i remain a couch man Really, uh, I appreciate a recliner, and that is, and I presently own a couch which uh, has not only your traditional seating arrangement, but it also has the recliners built in, powered, so that uh, you know <laughs> it's if a I, lug nut. Got yeah. it. <laughs> so if I want to, uh, you know, kick the feet up, I've got that option. But the recliner is okay. And I, but I have a few quibbles with it, Patrick. Quabbles? And quibbles? I, I I have a few quibbles with the recliner because I use I I actually probably was closer to like sixty forty on couch recliner. Now I'm probably like seventy thirty. Really? Yeah, I'm leaning leaning heavier towards the couch as years go by, uh, mostly because it does take an amount of work with the recliner, uh, depending on your model and how well the thing's manufactured. But I don't like the fact that I can't necessarily control my rear tilt because I got to, you either got to, I hate you, not being able to control my rear yeah, tilt. You either got to go full black, full back, or you got to go straight up vertical. However, the chair is manufactured is, you know, whatever the degree angle is you there. Like if you try and do the middle ground, you're basically doing like eight minute abs, right? But you get to engage your core. I don't want to engage my core. If I'm sitting in a recliner, you wanna relax? I want to relax. Do you, is that, was that your premise? Like you're going to buy a recliner and then get fucking great abs? Dude, I've got a great, <laughs> I've got a great colony of abs. It's just covered, <laughs> colored by jello and a bunch of pizza that I've grown over the years. But, <laughs> you know, it's there. It's a great colony. It's a 12 pack. That's, that's my main quibble against the, uh, the recliner. Um, but I will say that when, I don't know, what was I, maybe 12, 13, my parents bought a recliner, which was like the. So if you remember the big dog brand of T-shirts and clothing, I love that they they and obviously the big dog. You gotta let the big dog eat. <laughs> um, they bought take back. They bought a recliner that is fucking gargantuan, <laughs> and they it was literally like the model was like big man's chair, uh, and that shit was like four feet wide. And like built for a, it was built for like Luke Longley for those of you right, uh, who, right. who for those of you basketball aficionados out there um, or not or yeah or you just know the Chicago Bulls from the nineties uh, fine it was built for Greg Ostertag fuck, Bulls. fuck Greg Ostertag but uh, it Eric was built Montrose. for him too um, it's it gargant like in the like my my head would go like three quarters of the way up on this chair there was like ample room for another foot of uh, headroom. Uh, this chair w- it was like a throne, and it had fantastic reclining ability. Uh, it was excellent. You could sleep in this chair. Like that's how how wide it was and how com- how far it leaned back. Interesting. It had the Fat Joe mode. So, yeah, it it absolutely did. And that chair that was legitimate. And uh, so like most recliners are not that. So that's part that's part of my basis because like yes you can have that but I don't think those are as common as your regular run of the mill recliner that you're getting at your various uh you know your your, I- boy your, your IKEA Jorgsbergen is not necessarily uh, don't talk you know, the about big my Flajorgsbergens <laughs> like 
Oscar Bajork stands because that's exactly how it is. Florida Panthers, great. I think he's like a 78 card in NHL 17. I don't know. Something like that. But for me, like, the interesting part is I, like, I went to the furniture store last week. I had this unceremonious opportunity to upgrade stu- uh, recording studios. Indeed. And move up to as Noah escaped the floods, I shall go to higher ground you, and escape the floods. <laughs> you were uh, provided the various tax breaks and other uh, business incentives in order to upgrade your stadium. See, si, see, si, very <laughs> much so. So by doing so, I came into some uh, endorsement opportunities to put my butt in something leather. Uh, and I'm not talking about jeans. I'm talking about a chair where my butt liked it. So I basically decided, okay, I'm going to go buy a new bed. I'm okay. up there buying a new bed because I needed a bed, you know, because, you know, big man needs to sleep. And yep. I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm Which, a, I mean, we won't, I'm not going to put your business on the streets, but that was a, that was an intelligent upgrade. It was a good upgrade, you know, got that Tempur-Pedic right there. But I'm like, you know, what goes better with a bed than just getting a fucking recliner? So I could fall asleep in the recliner <laughs> and never actually go use this bed. Yeah, exactly. So I got both of these things, and the guy comes in and installs it, and it's a magical thing. Two pieces. I'm like, how do you take an uninstall? It's like, you see these clips? You go like this, boop, and go. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> so I gave him, the delivery guy, the first test. He got the first run of the whole recliner. And then I sit, and I'm like, oh, I can't move. I cannot leave here. <laughs> this is not like I need to figure out how to take and get a fridge or fridge in there. Well, you got to you have to get the Costanza. I need to get some end tables. I need to do this here. But this is like I'm less than a week into a reclining lifestyle. And I feel like my whole eyes are 100 percent open into a whole new life. I was up at six o'clock this morning. Because I have a recliner. Do you, you, you feel Dude, vigorous? I You're going to work out with a dumbbell? <laughs> with a dumbbell. Dude, I do not know what happened here. It is like 100% like the most life-changing things here. And I don't know if it's because it's a recliner or if it's the difference between fake leather, <laughs> leather, and also a cloth thing. So now there's differences. Like yes. You can get a cloth recliner. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be as satisfied with a cloth recliner. So the big man's chair was a cloth recliner. Dude, you got a fart in there, and it's just gonna stank in that thing. Yeah, I mean that that's a that's a factor, I suppose. But that's uh, why I don't have cloth seats in the car. Yeah, the the leather is certainly from your uh, your. I mean, I I tend to do dining. The uh, leather vibrates the air. It does. It does. Uh, whereas the uh, cloth and foam is a dampener. Yes, yes. but uh, uh, I tend to do a lot of dining in my uh, chairs or, or on my couch. Uh, because yeah, that's where fine dining takes place, typically. Yeah, see, see. Um, or so. standing over the kitchen sink, <laughs> one of the two. So um, the having the leather or pleather or fake leather, whatever you, you choose so uh, to call it, uh, that is much more advantageous for the cleaning. Sure. Um, and, yeah, cloth, I – well, shit, I mean – I don't think I've owned a cloth couch. I I got a hand my my parents gave me their couch when I moved to my first apartment after college, uh, which I had until I moved out of that apartment. And then I got from a coworker. She was giving away couches, and those were leather couches. And I think from that point on, so it, shit, this is like 2012 onward. I've had leather couches or okay. fake leather couches. Um, yeah, that that's the that's the material of choice. I think it is like I'm not going to I'm not going to throw away my big George stand couch, my Kivik, my Oscar uh, IKEA couch, you know, 
you know, there was a lot of Swedish meatballs that went into the decision-making process. A lot of horses killed. A lot of horses killed. (laughs) A lot of lingonberry jam that decided on that green color that it's there. (laughs) See, the reason I like to have that as the option is, have you ever slept on an Ikea couch? Yes. Yes, actually, you have. I have. (laughs) Um, Like, being six foot four and not having your feet go off your bed now and then off the couch and be able to sleep, it's an amazing thing. Now, let's talk about the one thing. It's not a sleeper couch. Right. Now, I think if we're going in the order of what we've talked about, it's going to be, for me, it's going to be leather recliner, Mm -hmm. cloth sofa, cloth recliner, sleeper bed couch oh i'm i'm 100 i'll pass on the sleeper bed every time yeah i'd rather stand, i'd rather sleep on the floor i'd rather stand times. or sleep in a bus station yeah. than sleep in a sleeper bed yeah for sure um i will for me i would slightly reverse that so i will go uh couch if or for sleeping i'd rather have a cloth couch you could slather me in honey and stick <laughs> me out in the forest in a bear-ridden forest naked before sleeping on a sleeper couch yes um, but so for sleeping, I, I would course. rather, I would rather be on a cloth couch because the leather gets sticky. Yeah, absolutely. But for seating, regular, your every ninety five percent of your uh, your your seating situations, the leather couch is ideal. So I'm I'm gonna go couch number one, uh, then leather recliner most certainly number two, then cloth recliner number three, uh, simply for cleanup needs there. Yeah, that's that's where I. However. I will say that if there was to be a recliner offered whereby at either which if it had we had the Costanza whereby you could get a refrigerator built into the side of it and perhaps a cup holder uh that would that would provide ample uh ample boost in the score ratings to push that over the couch for me. Okay, so we're going to talk about Hollywood couches and recliners yeah. right now. Now, which is more famous to you? Which one do you prefer? Saving Silverman, Jack Black, Ethel. We've been through a lot of games. <laughs> or George Costanza. Costanza's for sure. What the fuck? Really? Yep. One lug nuts loose. Costanza's got a fridge in his couch, man. Oh god, I, he's decomposing, I dude. I did not <laughs> expect you to think. Oh, wow, I don't even know you. <laughs> Who are you? I'm I'm a purveyor of novelty gadgetry. Um, if there is a ability to work another appliance into whereby i don't have to move to get my so the beer run think about this for podcast purposing we could be podcasting in recliners if there was a refrigerator in the side of your recliner you wouldn't have to have a beer run that, that this is true or if we would have put the beer in the fridge a little earlier we wouldn't have had <laughs> also to... yes but still someone would have had to have gotten up you know what couch i love in hollywood the married with children couch the okay. al bundy couch sure. that just like the 70s davenport like the one like the nasty like p p as in p the <laughs> Like metallic, metallic P. Yeah. Uh, we're not doing any better. Green, green, green. <laughs> there we go. I was like trying to figure out. This is great radio right now. Great radio. <laughs> um, that was one of the, my favorites right there. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other couches. Like I know r- the rugs tied the, the Wayne's together. world couches. The Wayne's world couches. Yeah. yeah. Um, beyond that, I mean, for me, uh, like but a, old Ethel, we've been through a lot of she, games. They have together. been through, and you give it the old sweeperoo, and sweeper, you fix the lug nut, and then one off. nacho, it's all stuck <laughs> together. Which, don't get me wrong, that's a legitimate use, but uh, yeah, the the Costanza chair does it for me. If, but like I said, like my brother's got a badass couch. He he just went out and bought new furniture, and that couch, it's like a sectional. He's got the cup holders in it, like theater style. 
it's fucking killer. Like that is perfect. What about perfect? What about really long room sectionals that are brown? Yeah, I'm I'm for them that have like uh, like cat skin on them or something. Oh, like Oh, cat that? skin? No, that's gonna eh, leopard print cat skin. That's gonna that's gonna be passed. But uh, a big sectional with like a, a lounger on the end of it. Fuck yes. Yeah. Hashtag Josh Holot. Thank you. <laughs> a whole lot of couch right there. My and in my my local church, which I attend on Sundays for seventeen weeks a year. Um, th- that they also have a similar setup and it is excellent. Yeah. If we would have done this episode a week ago. I would have said couch like I, I, I didn't understand the recliner until I parked my ass sure. in it. Like it's <laughs> like it's is it just because it's new, Patrick? The, like, I mean, is this is this good. just a, a novelty <laughs> thing that's going to wear off in a few months? And it's like you're going to rebound back to the couch. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't know. Your former good. lover. This is just a temptress, a mistress for now. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You're going to hear the siren song of the couch. Like, you're just going to be hanging out in the recliner. Come back to me. Yeah. Come, come to my shade, slouch, right? I don't know. Except for it's going to be Swedish. So it's going to be all furious and hurt. Come to back to the Swedish. That's culturally insensitive. It is. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. Steve, why don't you wrap us up? Yes, let's adjourn here today, kids. Well, thank you for everyone for joining us, not only on uh, Facebook Live, but everyone who's going to listen to this episode once we get it up and uh, on the interwebs. But uh, if you do want to check out uh, our previous episodes and any other things that we do, uh, get us at ohthispodcast.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can send Patrick homing pigeons to his new studio so that y- you may need to check with him, send him an email or, or hit him up on social media. You can get the new address so the pigeons go to the right floor because he's he's on a different spot now. Uh, but yeah, and then besides that, if you want to support the show, hit us up on Patreon, hit the or go on our website and check out the uh, support the show pay, uh, link and click on that. You can donate uh, whatever you, you see fit uh, to support the show and help us uh, get through our next endeavors in this world of podcasting. Absolutely. 100%. Again, if you haven't done so, go do yourself a favor, run up to the state of Wisconsin and do, do that. Get yourself a nice strawberry rhubarb from New Glarus Brewing Company. That was our beer of the week. But until next time, everybody, I am, I am, I am Steve, and he is Patrick, and we are out. out.